Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. Aunt Mary Lane had a premonition of trouble when her son opened a real estate office in competition with Ben Calvert, though she intensely hoped she might be wrong. Randy's mother was unaware of the conflicting human desires which might affect her son. For Ben Calvert's wife, Jessie, had reasons, greedy reasons, for wanting to cause trouble between her husband and Randy Lane. She had prompted Ben to tell Henry Bergman a slanderous story concerning Randy's father. Now Henry refused to let Randy handle the sale of his property, refused also to give an explanation beyond admitting that he had heard something from Ben Calvert which had caused him to change his mind. So now Aunt Mary herself has driven over to see the Bergmans. She and Henry's wife, Louisa, have been friends a long time. But as Louisa Bergman opens the door to her visitor, she looks uncomfortable, flustered. She stands uncertainly in the doorway. Behind her, Aunt Mary can see the pleasant living room of the big farmhouse, cluttered with mementos of the old country. Hello, Louisa. Ah, Mary Lane. Uh, Henry isn't home. What made you think I just came to see Henry, Louisa? I'd like to have a little talk with you, if I may. Uh, Then, uh, uh, come in, please. Thank you. Sit down. Oh, here, this chair is more comfortable. This is fine, thanks. Uh, Please, may I give you a cup of coffee, tea? I don't believe so. Thanks, just the same. We haven't seen you for such a long time, it seems like. It has been quite a while. Uh, How are you and your family? I I hope they are well. Oh, yes, thank you. We've all been in the best of health. I'm glad. Uh, And your niece, Peggy? Oh, how the time flies. I, I remember her when she was still a little girl. And now, a married woman. It was hard for me to get used to thinking of Peggy as grown up. But she certainly is. She's uh, working in my son's office with him. But I imagine Henry has told you that. Well, I... uh, Yes, I... uh, I believe he mentioned he'd seen her there. Uh, Henry will be home soon. I I mean, I, I hope he comes before you must go. Oh, I have lots of time, so... I'll just wait if you don't mind. I'd like to have a little talk with both of you together. That is, if I'm not keeping you from doing something you ought to be doing. Oh, no, no, no. I wasn't doing anything special. Well, that's good. Yes, Peggy and Randy have been working very hard, getting the business underway. Yeah, yeah, I I guess so. But about business, I, I don't know anything, Mary. Of course, most people in Wakefield have been so helpful that... Randy's been feeling very much encouraged. That is, until just lately. And Mary, I... You see, we... Here's Henry now. Come in, Henry. We have company. Good, good. Always glad to have visitors. Good afternoon, Henry. Oh, hello, Aunt Mary. How are you? Why, Louisa and I were just saying, the Lane family seems to be in excellent health. Gott sei Dank. We're very fortunate. When you have good health and when your family is together, what more can a man ask? Everyone is not so lucky. No, Henry. People who have their family around them, they don't know what it's like to have sorrow. Sorrow can become a very heavy load. I know that. It can turn to bitterness. Some people have a right to bitterness. I wonder. Perhaps a right, yes. Or at least an understandable excuse. But it seems a pity. 
I mean to take on an attitude which can only prolong your unhappiness and eventually distort your own outlook? Or don't you agree? It's easy to talk if one has no unhappiness. Then sure, everyone can be cheerful. Henry, I believe I know what you're trying to say to me. And I believe you know why I've come to see you today. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So let's talk to each other straight out, shall we? I've always believed that's the best way in the long run. Sure. I don't like this, what you say, beating all around the bushes. Good. I wanted to wait until you were here, too. Otherwise, I would have broached the subject to Louisa as soon as I came. Louisa and I talk everything over together. Henry, your family and mine have been friendly a good many years now. Twelve years it is. Twelve, the end of November. That's a long time. And I can't remember a single disagreement, a single cross word that's ever been exchanged. Yeah, people should live peacefully together. Yes. Yes, they should. And you've always lived up to that philosophy ever since I've known you. That's why I felt I needn't hesitate to come to you about something which is disturbing me very much. I think you know what I'm referring to. Yeah, I know. It's Randy. Because I don't want to do business with him. First, I want to assure you, my son has no idea that I've come to see you. I'm afraid he wouldn't approve if he knew. But I just had to, Henry. I had to find out what your reason was for changing your mind all of a sudden. You see, this deal makes a great difference to Randy. It was his first one. So naturally, he's upset. Especially since you gave him no explanation. I didn't want to make trouble with a lot of words. But the trouble's already made. Surely you can see how Randy looks at it. He doesn't know what to think. He was so pleased, so flattered when you turned the job over to him. He was terribly anxious to handle things properly, to get you a good sale. Yeah. Randy said you changed your mind because of something Ben Calvert told you. That's right. Henry. What did Ben tell you? If you won't discuss it with Randy, won't you tell me? Oh, it is too bad. It is not that, Henry. Louisa, let me. Abba! Oh, God, old friends. We have our sons to think of, Louisa. Our kinder. I'll tell you, Aunt Mary. It is not of your fault, but just the same. It is about your husband. My husband? About Randolph? Yeah. Excuse me if this is painful to you. I know what it is to have half aches. Still... What did Ben Calvert say to you about my husband? He told me what happened in the other war. Maybe it's a long time ago, but the same thing can happen twice. He told me how your husband was an officer. But he was scared, afraid. So, to save himself, he let... He let some other men die who could have been saved. Ben told you this. And you believed him? The same thing again, 20 years later, that happened to my own boys. Because a man was thinking of himself. This I cannot forgive. I wonder that you are willing to believe such a thing without a question. Just don't hear saying. You ask me and I tell you. How could I have business with your boy when every time I look at him, talk to him, I would think of his father, 
And then I would think of our Emil, our Klaus. I would think how they might be alive today if things had been different, if it weren't for men like that. Men like that. Very well, Henry. Louisa. Yeah. Thank you for being honest with me. If you choose to believe Ben, well, I'm certainly not going to argue with you. If this is the way it is... This is the way, Mary Lane. My boys are gone. But I do not forget them. I'm an old man, but my memory is long. I remember my sons in the ways that are left to me. And that is why I want to stay away from yours. There was no anger in the old man's face now. His first anger after Ben Calvert had told him the slanderous story had died. He looked at his old friend Mary Lane in sorrow more than reproach. But it was evident his mind was made up. And as she drove homeward, Aunt Mary's heart was heavy. What would her son's reaction be when he knew his father's memory was falsely accused? Should she tell Randy? Or might it be wiser to keep it to herself? <laughs> 